Hey, this is Pretty Boy Aaron, and you're listening to the Bass Reviews Basscast. I just, 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 don't tell me I'm addicted. And I hate when I lie, and I hate when you cry in my face. Don't tell me I'm addicted. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Baz Reviews Bazcast. I'm your host, Baz, and today we've got another awesome episode lined up for you. And today I'm joined by a very good music friend of mine, Dallas singer, songwriter, rapper, and producer, Aaron Cunningham, also known as Pretty Boy Aaron. It's good to hear your voice, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm hanging in there. You know, it's uh, it's been tough, uh, especially because of quarantine, but you know what? Yeah. I'm making the best of it. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel that, man. I feel that exactly. But yeah, man. I'm I'm just hoping it ends soon. Yeah, yeah, Dallas, well, uh, our, our governor, Greg Abbott, he was saying that he's trying to open up businesses and stuff again, like, like in the next week. And Dallas, at least Dallas County, at least, has like a, uh, we had like a few more deaths, like, recently, and just like, the cases are kind of like creeping up. And so I think, I don't know what Dallas is going to do. So we're about to find out. Yeah, our governor, um, here in Ohio, Mike DeWine, put in like, a stay-at-home order till May 1st, but, like, mm-hmm. we're not sure what else is going to happen after that. So I think, it's again, it's the same kind of case because yeah, yeah, yeah. the death rate is going down now, mm-hmm. but um, he wants to open up the government, you know, to get businesses open up again yeah, and, yeah. like, have a little bit more trade going because right now it's, um, it's not super great for everyone because I think it's, like, the most people filing for unemployment since, like, the Depression or something crazy. Yeah, like that. yeah, it's crazy, man. Times are tough out here. And especially right. because, like, uh, I've had a lot of friends that uh, that were unemployed because of this. And so it, it's just wild to see. They're like, oh, yeah, I just got fired from my job. Rent's due next week. And I'm like, dang, I don't know how. Like, I really pray for them because I, I don't understand how they're doing it. But I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, we have, like, um, unemployment checks and stuff like that. So that's good. Right, they're absolutely. Yeah, and I guess it's good because, you know, you're kind of a content creator in your own right. So, you know, yeah. you kind of have a nice kind of steady supportive income throughout this time because it's really yeah. important for, for smaller artists because, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have as big of like a, a fan base. So, you know, I've been encouraging it a lot. Like always stream smaller artists, buy their yeah, merch, yeah. support them in any way that you can. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I lucked out personally just because it's like I haven't, I haven't had a job in a minute. Uh, it's been like, cause, uh, I left, I used to work at Family Video and that was like before last summer. And then, uh, and I was told myself, I was like, all right, let me just grind. Let me just make music and do all this stuff. And so now I, like, I'm getting like bigger checks now, just more specific because Coma Harris has been doing so well. I've been getting more checks from because of that. And like, I'm just very fortunate because it's like having that and on top of like the stimulus checks, I've been sitting comfortably. Like I've been all right. Yeah, absolutely, man. And speaking of comb my hair, congratulations on <laughs> 2 million plays. That's huge thank for you. you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. it was like, it's 2 million. It was just like a 2 million overall place, but it's going to hit 2 million like soon. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad for this. Like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge accomplishment, especially for someone who hasn't mm-hmm. been doing it for super long. You know, you kind of have a big hit, and now that's kind of given you, you know, a little bit more, I guess, um, more of a platform to kind of develop yeah. more music and, you know, get more music out. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask you, actually, what is, like, the secret sound at the beginning of the song? Like, I, it hasn't really been 
clear about what it is. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Uh, I can't tell you more about it right now. Uh, I wish I could, but it, you'll, you'll find out what it is. Like, once you, once you know what it is, you'll be like, ah, why didn't I think it was that just in the first place? Cause it, it's funny cause everyone, everyone thinks it's something different, but and it's like, nah, it's not, it's not, no one has guessed it right yet. So I think it's funny. Well, I think one person got it right, but, uh, but I'm not gonna, I can't, I can't say right now cause I want it to be surprised. That's fair, man. Yeah. Um, but also congrats on your new single nicotine. That's actually had some, uh, success as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad that got out. I'm glad it's finally, finally out. Yeah. And I think it's one of your best songs to date, actually. Um, I, I guess I just wanted to know a little bit more about like the writing process behind it. Like, you know, how did it all come about? Cause it sounds really great. Um, so I like I first started the writing the song. I think it was like either uh either last April or May, and it was around the time uh Igor like Tyler was rolling out e- Igor and he was dropping those snippet videos and he dropped the snippet video for Boys a Gun and I was like yo this beats fire and so I like started like freestyling and like singing some stuff over it and I came up with like uh I came up with this hook idea and I started making a beat for for that hook. And then, uh, my friend Trey, also known as Brunt Nice, he came over to my house because he was living with me at the time and he was saying, yo, like, uh, what, what if he did, like, what if we put something over, like, over the beat like this? And so he sung the just can't get enough. He, he sung that over the beat. And then I started freestyling after him. I said, started doing the, I just, I just, I just, I started doing that part. And then I scrapped the old hook. And I put that, uh, the, don't tell me I'm addicted. I put that part, put that part after it. And I was like, yo, this, this is fire. And then I just kept working on the beat from that. And it took, took me a minute. It's probably the, that was probably the first song where I was like, yo, this is the concept. Let me, let me keep pushing. Cause low key, this song was like fit more. It was more finished than Comite Hair, like at that time. So it was like, comb my hair maybe had like, uh, it had like a draft verse, I think. And that was like, it had the hook in the draft verse. It didn't even have like the bridge or any of that stuff. So this was like, that was like my first time where it was like, okay, this is, this is an idea and I want to push this idea. So I was really excited. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And especially the, the, the journey from, you know, some of your earlier stuff to now, like I was saying, it just sounds so yeah. awesome. And even, I didn't really know that comb my hair wasn't like, as good as you know this but i i i'm really happy with what you've been doing and i'm super thank excited you. for some of the new music that you're doing soon thank you thank you yeah i'm excited too yeah just and i think and that's funny because uh if you listen to like a lot of my older songs it has a similar sound as nicotine but i think like nicotine is almost like the peak of that of like my early sound and so i was like it's really like i feel like it's more, uh, more homage to uh to my older stuff and it's uh, i don't know i really like it, especially because it's like a short song since and every song i've had uh since like my last ep has been like over three minutes and so this is like it's like two the song's 212 it's very similar in structure how like i used to make my older songs the beat sounds like a more developed of my older songs so i really i really like the song um, but I actually did have a question about that. Like, if you could delete one song from your discography that, like, you you like don't like now, but like then, like, what would it be? Low key, uh, most of Stay Pretty would be gone. Like, 
A lot of a lot of it would be gone actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Uh but specific song? Mm, I'm I'm looking through my I'm looking through my uh my my discography right now. Either North I think North. North would be the song I would delete. Is there any reason why? I personally, I'm a big fan of that sound. I just didn't think. I think I hit it too Tylery at the time because that's definitely what I was trying to go for. But uh, I like the sound of that song a lot. Like the production was really tight to me. But I would, I would delete it and may, maybe keep the instrumental, but just like hit the song completely different. I probably want to rap on it to be honest. But yeah, it would probably be North. Um, so I guess as we were talking about at the top of the interview here, a little bit about quarantine, like what have you been doing to stay busy throughout this, um, time of crisis in our country? Uh, a lot of animal crossing, um, like a lot of animal crossing. I kind of chilled out. I got kind of burnt out because I was playing it too much, but, uh, I'm trying to get, play some other games now. Um, I've been playing, uh, so a lot of video games, um, uh, what else, what else? I haven't been making too much music. Like, I've been messing around with stuff and ideas that I've had, but I haven't, like, made any new songs. Um, but I've been taking a lot of, like, just, like, I've just been, like, reading up, like, uh, like business, uh, like, I have, like, this business book. It's, like, it's called uh, All You Need to Know About the Music Business by Donald Passman. I've been reading that book just because it's, like, now I'm going to, like, my next phase of like my career, so I'm really trying to, um, what's the word? I'm real. I'm really trying to know, trying to know as much as I can, so I don't get screwed over at the, in the end. Right. So, That's yeah. smart, especially because you know you don't want to have um, you know, bad management, bad PR. You know, you want exactly. to have the best people representing you. And exactly. to your point, you want to be the most prepared for what could mm. happen in the future. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm not even trying to be like the biggest artist, like. I, I'm okay if I was just like, like the level, you know, like the level of Tori Moise right now, or, uh, who else? Even Blood Orange. Like, I, I don't care about being like the, like a household name. I would just, if I can just live comfortably, I'm fine. So it's like, I want to make sure I have the best team behind me. So it's like, I would take, I would rather take less money than, uh, than have less control over my artistry. I think that's an incredible way of looking at it, definitely. Like, you want to be able to have the most control over your own mm -hmm. music instead of having to, you know, yeah. sell to a certain group or, you know, a exactly. certain audience or whatever. So I think that's a, a brilliant point that you brought up. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, but it's kind of funny because, like, I think my audience is, like, well, I know my audience is, like, college age and, like, teenage girls. Because I, I look at my numbers, and it's not the audience I, like, specifically, like, oh, let me target that. But it's just, that's just what happens. So it's, like... I don't know, Mar like marketing and stuff like that. It's just like, dog, I'll, whatever I'm doing now is is doing something. So I'm a and I'm just being me. So I'm just gonna keep doing this and just more refined. So yeah, I'm really, yeah, that's awesome. You know. Being yourself, I mean, that's the biggest thing in the music industry. Don't mm -hmm. try to be like someone else, or you know, like we were just talking about, don't sell out to any specific group. Yeah, exactly. I I wouldn't mind if someone was like Aaron. We're going to make you an industry plan. I, I wouldn't mind to see where that would go because it would be interesting. 
but I, I don't, I wouldn't do it. But it would be funny. It would be like to think about. Yeah, if I was yeah, that makes sense. Playing, what would happen? Yeah, right. Um, but have you been listening to like a lot of new music recently? Like, what would you say are some of your like top albums of 2020 so far? To be honest, I haven't. I I I, I usually check out all the releases and stuff like that. But one album I keep going back to. I was even listening to it earlier today when I was like cleaning my room and like uh, cleaning the house. Was uh, Circles by Mac Miller. I love that album. And it's not even, and it's kind of weird because it's not like a like he wasn't here to to complete the album, uh, but it's still a very solid project somehow. And I'm just really like he he was a mastermind. I love Mac Miller. He was just he's just really great. And also, I was thinking about this earlier. I realized he doesn't cuss in like most of the songs, and so it's like it's an easy listen. Like uh, I can like listen to this album when I'm driving with my grandpa or like uh. Or uh, I can play it around like little kids and stuff like that because it's like a it's a very solid album and he's clean and I don't know I really like that I really I'm really like so I've been really I've been drawn listening to that a lot lately. Yeah, I've never really been like a Mac Miller fan. You know, I, he has like a couple good chucks here and there, but like I haven't really yeah, gotten yeah. into his discography as a whole. No, I get that. Like, and I honestly like like before he passed, like uh, I was. I wasn't really messing around with, like, the Divine Feminine stuff. Cause I was like, eh, this is all right. But then he, like, refined that sound during swimming. And I was like, yo, this is fire. I love this album. I can't wait to see what he does next. And then, yeah, he ended up passing. And I was like, dang, I was really sad. But, like, I became, like, I was, like, I was a big fan before. And then, like, around, like, just around Divine Feminine time, I stopped being a fan. But then... Riot, like, swimming started coming back, and I was, I became, like, a huge fan. So, uh, you, you just have to give the right songs to listen, I think. But you like Thundercat, though, so you might like, uh, songs off swimming. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, speaking of Thundercat, actually, like, his new record's actually pretty good. I, I like yeah, it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like this record a lot as well. Especially, uh, cause I was, like, paying attention to what, uh, like, the lives and stuff he was doing with Zach Fox and, like, the other people. I just thought it was cool how uh, they, when uh, he was talking, uh, him and Flying Lotus were talking about the album and how, like, it started in the beginning is very happy and then, like, something drastic happens and then the end is like a, it's just like an ode to Mac Miller. And I just really, I was a really big fan of that album. Yeah, no, and I think to your point, because you just brought up Philo for a second there, it's like mm-hmm. the record is really structured like, um, something that Flying Lotus would produce, right? Because, like, yeah. what he does is, like, he'll have, like, full-length tracks with, like, feature artists, but then, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, he'll have, you know, interludes in between these tracks. And I yeah. feel like that kind of didn't work for Thundercat because, mm-hmm. like, he's, like, an actual vocalist. He's a real musician. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he doesn't, like, produce his own beats. So I, mm-hmm. I was kind of... Because the album's only, like, what? Less than 40 minutes? And, yeah, like, I think five it's of the tracks. yeah. Yeah, and, like, five of the tracks are interludes. I feel like that doesn't yeah. really, like, work for me. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? Uh, I remember Flying Lotus did a uh, one of those uh, interviews with Pharrell. I forgot what they're called, but it was uh, the ones he does on, like, Apple Music and stuff like that back in the day. Or not back in the day. It was, like, a few years ago. But Flying Lotus was talking about how he likes songs that are uh, – or he thinks the next wave of songs are, like, Vine songs, like, 30-second, 60-second songs. and so. He he's always like, especially like with his last few albums, he's done like those short songs. But I I agree, I don't think it works when it's like 
like a, like a, not a real artist, but like a singing artist. And so, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Cause it made me, it made me want more. But granted, that might be a good thing. Like an artist wants, if you're not satisfied, like in a way where it's like, oh, I want more of this artist rather than like, uh, I have too much of this artist. Yeah, I think that's an interesting way of looking at it too, right? Like you can have it both ways. Like you want more from the artist, but not in shorter bits, but you can also, mm-hmm. you could also even like keep one or two of the interludes and sacrifice like five minutes of the runtime. I think that would be yeah, maybe yeah. a more possible route to do in the yeah, future yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Just, I mean, like cut down interludes and just, yeah. And cause yeah. it's 15 tracks. So he could have definitely right. cut up, cut down some interludes and then it would have been, would have been good. Right. Absolutely. I'm trying to think. What else have I been listening to? Did you listen to Childish Gambino's new record yet? Yeah, I did. I I liked it a lot, uh, especially whenever they put it out on the uh, when it was just the on the website version. I, yeah. I was listening. I, I I downloaded the stream or whatever where it had like the full song or for the full album, but it was like it wasn't chopped up. But then when it, he actually released it, I wasn't like I was listening to it a lot. I like re listened to it like that whole day, but I didn't like. I haven't really listened back to it as much, but I thought it was cool. I don't know. I think with me, I I think it's, he was more so trying to make like a statement with his music. Like it doesn't sound like Mm -hmm. something like he was trying to really do, I guess. I I don't know if that makes sense. No, I know. And I think, I don't know. That makes me think like this isn't his final album just because the way this is like structured and like, there's no singles. He didn't tweet about it. He even he tweeted afterwards too, but it wasn't even like, oh, I dropped an album. It was like a it was like a meme or something. I, don't know. I was like, nah, he, this isn't his final album. It's probably I mean, just I like something. Not. Yeah, I, I'll hope Cause not. Because it would be a bad way to go out. I was just gonna say like, if he he just signed to RCA, so it's probably just like another. It's probably just an album to fulfill one of the albums to fulfill the uh, RCA deal. That has to be it, because yeah. they probably wouldn't sign up for one album. So it makes sense. It would make sense if this is just like the little sprinkle of like the oh here's a taste of what I'm working on. But also, granted, this is a few songs he that he's been touring, playing and stuff, or playing while he's been touring and stuff. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like the experimental move. Mm-hmm. I guess. It reminds me a lot of, like, Yeezus or, like, Igor in a sense. Like, I think it works yeah. for those guys because mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, had a sound already. But I feel like Donald Glover's been, like, all over the place. Like, he's done rap, and then he did, like, yeah. R&B on Awaken My Love. And then now he just gets this, like, really out-of-body kind of experimental yeah. rap and, mm-hmm. you know, other stuff like that. And it doesn't really sound like him or mm-hmm. something that he would really, you know, do. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, I I think I I I felt the, like the difference about that uh, because I felt personally I felt this album was like a combination of a BTI and Awaken My Love, just like, but it was uh you know like California on Awaken My Love where he did like that weird voice or even that whole album he did like a different voice on every song. I feel like he took that same idea but put it to BTI beats and. Uh, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Like, you know that one song that sounds like, it's like with the heavy 808s, that song, I didn't think, I didn't like that song at all. Or Algorithm is the same thing, kind of like that, where it's like, oh, a BTI beat, but it's, 
it's like a newer game, you know, singing and rapping or whatever. Right, um, and I actually like that one. It was really? a good song. I really hope he does something with it. Because it's like, I feel like that song and Time are the most, like, single song, singly songs. So I really would like to see a video for either one of those. Yeah, hopefully he does something like that soon. Mm-hmm. Like, because he has, he's been, like, he's been, like, not really, like, really in the public eye. He's kind of kept himself hidden, you know, doing yeah. an occasional, like, live show here and there. But mm-hmm. over the past four years, like, I, I mean, he's just, like, not really been active in the music scene, I guess. Yeah, and especially since Atlanta's been taking, like, uh, a lot of his time. And Lion King. Just, like, he's been, and uh, Solo. He just hadn't been active in the music community or just in the music scene. Yet. So it was, yeah. yeah, it was just very, I wasn't underwhelmed like by the album, but I was just like, oh, this is cool. I don't know if I'm going to listen again or if I'll listen as much as I did like BTI and Awaken My right. Love. It feels like very forgettable in a sense. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I'll listen to it once, think it's cool, but like, you know, forget that I listened to it. And then it's like, oh, well, here it is. Let me listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really, I do think what he was doing, though, it's like he definitely has found a sound. And I think this could be the future, not the future of music, but just like something along these, like, like these songs. I feel like another artist is going to, like, take this sound who is inspired by it and is going to make some cool stuff that you're not going to think of. So I'm really See, that's excited. that's where I kind of, I don't know. I feel like I disagree with that, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of people, because it's already been done so much, mm-hmm. I feel like he didn't really bring as much musically to the table. I yeah, think yeah, one yeah. artist, I think one artist who did that really well um, was The Weeknd on his newest album. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Has, he has his own sound, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's kind of like he's able to kind of change it up in a way where it's like, okay, this is cool, this is fresh. Yeah, and and what's interesting about The Weeknd album is... uh. I'm not a Weekend fan, but I like that album a lot. I know, it's good. Yeah, it's a good album. And exactly what you're saying, it was like, it was his sound. It was like, oh, this is the Weekend sound, but he did something different. And it was really, it was really cool. And I think it was a lot, it was really personal. And I think I enjoyed that a lot because I like personal songs. Right, absolutely. Yeah, you're just talking about Bella Hadid. And I was like, yo, this is funny. Because it's like, once you're picturing, picturing this stuff, you're like, damn, he's just like, I don't know. He was really wilding out. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I like that album a lot. Right. And I think you're right. On the personal side of things, like there's a lot of lyrics about love and romance mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think that's really been a consistent theme, even from the beginning with Trilogy yeah. and stuff. Like I did like the, I reviewed like all three of those records for mm-hmm. my classics month back in January. And I think from then to now, it's just crazy to see how his longevity has just proven to be like yeah. really good. Like he's been able to be a contender for so long. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I and it's it's with the like being able to evolve your sound. That's literally it. It's like he didn't st- like. Uh, did you listen to the Party Next Door album? No, I haven't listened to that. I I only listened to a few songs, but the songs I've heard just sound like Party Next Door songs, like the stuff he was doing like three or four years ago, or whenever his last project came out. And it's like, I don't know. Weekend's last album. Uh, what what was his last album? Um. It wasn't, was it, My Dear Melancholy was the EP, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the EP. But even, even then, that was, like, the stuff on this new album doesn't sound like that. Right. And, it's like everything sounds so, like, 
different. Each album mm-hmm. kind of brings something new yes. to the table. But like like we were just talking about, you know, it's like he keeps that kind of futuristic dark sound in his instrumentals, yeah. but just he adds a twinge of something new to, like I said, keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and especially because uh, did you like uh, I remember seeing there was a tweet. It was like. Uh, that that the new weekend album is like with it's like within the uh uncut gems universe and i was like yo that's fire because you can definitely hear it it sounds like uncut gems for some reason and i don't know yeah that's funny because the movie takes place like seven years ago yeah right? exactly. like yeah 2012 and, and now it's like kind of weird that that's part of the extended universe yeah somehow it's so weird and but I lo- I love that I love that like I don't know it it just really it's fun it's fun when something like that happens where it's like oh here's a movie oh here's a an album and it's like I don't know I just really like that I really I was really I really enjoyed how it somehow it was like it felt like it was in Uncut Gems yeah and Uncut Gems I think is an incredible movie and it's just so funny when Adam yeah. Sandler's character goes and like like a beats up the weekend's character, yeah. I thought that was really uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like that weekend got mad and made this album, <laughs> and that, that's what I don't know. I, it's funny, yeah. That, that's a good movie. I love that movie. Right, I, was, yeah, I remember being awesome. really stressed. I was really stressed during that movie, and I knew what was going to happen in the end too because someone spoiled it on Twitter. But I just and I was mad. But then I was also stressed the whole entire time. So I was like, oh, I know what's about to happen. But I didn't know when it was going to happen. And so, but then when it happened, I was I didn't expect it. Right, yeah. Like, if you if you thought you were stressed out by that movie, you've got to watch um, the Safdies, like, earlier film, Good Time. That's on yeah. Netflix. It's so fast-paced. Like, that is even more stressful. Dang. I don't know if I'm trying to have, like, have an aneurysm anytime soon, bro. I'm joking. I'm about right. to watch it because someone, uh, one of my friends, she recommended it to me, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it, but I haven't, I haven't sat down and watched it yet. But yeah, I'll check it out. Right, for sure. I'm trying to think, what else have I watched? Did you see Tiger King yet? Like that's the big thing nowadays. Yeah, I saw. I I'm, I was invested in Tiger King. I was really invested. That was fun. That was a fun watch. Yeah, it's on the same kind of stressful level because there's just so much going on, but, like, everyone is crazy in their own way. It's Mm -hmm. so weird. Like, nobody is the objectively craziest person on the show. Like, even, uh, even the, uh, the man, the, uh, the person who got their arm bit off, like, the way they were just, they were just okay about it. That's not normal. That is not normal. They're just, yeah, uh, it's just, it's just fate. It just, I don't know. I just went back to work. I was like, this person's crazy. This person is crazy. It was right. wild. It was. Did you okay, watch the after so show? No, I, I was just about to ask you about that. Like, did you see it yet? I did not. Yeah, I, I watched it the other day. It It's not, they don't give too much information. It's a lot about just like a uh, post. Because Joe McHale, he uh, hosted, and I thought it was really funny. But uh, he, it's just a lot of post stuff. Like, uh, oh, what are you doing now? How is your life changed from the fame of this. Have I reached out to Joe? And just like, it was just stuff like that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, I'll have mm-hmm. to watch it. Um, but I think, I don't know. So here's the big, like, conspiracy thing that, like, everyone has thought. So do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband, yes or no? Yeah, of course. Because the way she was acting on the news report, she was big chilling. She was like, yeah, I, Joe's out, or uh, my husband might be out there, but I don't know. We're just going to keep moving. 
And then when she when she's uh tossed or when her husband's family like talks and stuff, and they said that like she like changed the will. I, once I heard that, I was like, nah, she killed this man. That was wild. Like to. the whole disappearance thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah. Yeah, like nah. The way she's lying, she was lying the whole entire time, and she, I don't know, just all the legal stuff. Like they broke into the trailer to steal the will. They uh then they came. She came back and had a different lawyer. And I was like, nah, this ain't it, bro. She she did that. She did it. She 100% killed that man. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's even weirder because, like, everyone thinks Joe is the craziest. But I think at the mm. same time, you have to kind of consider, like, he's he's really naive more than anything. He just mm-hmm. didn't know when to shut his mouth. And that's what got him in the most trouble, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. He's definitely not the most crazy. Like, I personally, I'm going to hate saying this, but... uh. I definitely think the way Carol Baskins was just ask, acting, because she, she makes herself seem like she's the most holiest person. Right. And she was doing the exact same stuff, like keeping these uh, animals in cages. And it was like they weren't in like a safe environment. Like, I don't know, it was small. The cages were small that she was keeping the tigers in. And it's literally the same thing that all these other animal, uh, exotic animal traders or whatever are doing. And I don't know. She, she was... That, re- that really, like, upset me because, like, she thought she was better than everyone else, but she's doing the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Joe kind of felt like, you know, everyone was against him, so that's why he mm-hmm. would go online and do all this crazy stuff just to yeah, get people yeah. to, like, pay attention to him and listen to him. And, like, just he didn't really know how to really defend himself, so that's mm-hmm. the only way that he knew how to. So that's why that kind of ultimately cost him. Like, he was super, like, public about everything yeah. that he did. Yeah. But also, granted, he did tell someone, like, hey, can you go drive? Can you go drive to uh, Florida for me and kill someone? He said that. Like, he really did Apparently it was fake, though. Apparently it was fake. Really? Like, the guy was, like, only posing. Yeah, that's what I heard. Dang. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Right, I know. Like that. yeah, that's wild. Like, that is wild. I don't. Like, I don't know. I just saw, like, a headline on it. Like, apparently mm-hmm. it was, like, like it was only staged, but not, like, he, like, he kind of did it to kind of get out of Joe's, you know, like, reign, I guess. But, like, mm-hmm. if that actually was true, like, that would add so much more depth to the show. Yeah. It, I wonder why they – oh, if he said they were just trying to get out of his life, I guess, yeah. But then that cost like, so you much. you see everyone just wanted to kind of dip. Yeah. yeah. But then also, everyone else was okay. Like, Joe is the only person that's in jail. So, granted, that probably did have everyone else cooperated to try to get this man in jail. And it worked. Yeah, even, like, Jeff Lowe, the guy who took over the zoo. Like, yeah. Dude, he didn't, even, he didn't even take the stand, for God's sake. Just yeah. Get out of it, Scott Free. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, nah. He, nah. They they all cooperated. They they all cooperated. Because they, they were probably just, I don't know they, what they were trying to do. But... They cooperated. That they had to. Cause that would make the most sense. Right. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense also. Um, but yeah, I just had a couple of like last minute shorter things here. Just throwing okay. it back to some some better times, I guess. So yeah. tell me about um, getting in a fight at KFC over some rap music beef. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like uh, my, in high school. I was in this rap group. Yeah, I think we talked about it. Uh, Hooligan Island, that rap group, it just ended because we got into a rap beef. Like, um, we we got uh, we we were like disagreeing and uh, about stuff, and we just weren't. I don't know. It just was going going sour, and so the um our 
one of the members, he uh, he worked at KFC, and like me and my friends, uh, me and the other people in the rap group, we like pulled up, and we were like, and we were ready to fight. Uh, I wasn't fighting. I was just probably gonna sit there and record because I was like, oh, I was really goofy. I'm being dumb. But then yeah, um, he like ran in the back, and then uh, and then we left, and then the next day, uh, his mom. His mom and his dad, like, were knocking on my door and were like, hey, what, um, like, I heard you, uh, y'all came to come, uh, fight my son at, at our job. And my mom was like, what? And I got in, like, a lot of trouble. But then the next day, I was also going to college. So it was, I didn't get in too much trouble. I got in trouble that one day, but I didn't get in trouble the, uh, Cause I was like, I was going to college. I, it was just a really big wake up call to be like, Hey, Aaron, be smarter these next few years. So I don't know. It was real, it was low kind of good that that happened. Cause I would have definitely been a lot dumber. Right. Sometimes you just need those primary learning experiences. Like, you know, yeah. like you were saying, like, don't be silly. Just kind of be smart. Keep a level head and just, yeah, exactly. You know, kind and of I move did, on from this and yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't get in it. Well, that's a lie. I was going to say I didn't get in any fights in college, but I almost did few times but but i was a lot smarter i was defending people these in these uh scenarios yeah yeah that makes sense um but another question i had was um tell me a little bit about rapping about gummy bears over um will smith's summertime oh dang who i'm not gonna ask who told you that that's funny that's uh so the first rap song i ever recorded was with my friend uh one of my friends matthew and elijah and it was for our, uh, it was our, our church talent show. And I didn't have any recording equipment. I had a camera, but, uh, so I just recorded on the camera mic. It was like a T3i and, uh, I edited, I put everyone's songs together, like all the verses and stuff together in, uh, in premiere. And so, yeah, then we like ended up performing that song at our church talent show. And we have, I like filmed the music video and like cut it with the summertime, the actual summertime music video. And it was like playing behind us while we were rapping and stuff. It was pretty funny. But yeah, in my verse, uh, I talked about eating gummy bears. That's funny. Yeah. And it's creative too, right? Cause like you said, you only use like a camera microphone, you recorded everyone else and then put it yeah. in the premiere. I mean, that's definitely like being creative and kind of, you know, pushing your limits when, you know, yeah, you don't have a lot at your disposal, which is, yeah. which is awesome. I definitely could have done it like a lot easier. Like I could have, it would have been a lot easier to record, to be honest. Like I could have done different other things, but for some reason I was like, oh yeah, let me put this, let me record with my camera mic, and it was just like in my closet. It was really weird. But, yeah, no, it it worked. And but I, I was the first time I, I performed as well, I think. And so it was like it was cool. I'm real. I might yeah, definitely video. I might like show because it's like on one of my older YouTube channels. So I might just put it out or like, I'll be like, Hey, what y'all think of this verse? And I'll be that. It's really, it's really that would funny. be pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And even on like Twitter or like Instagram, even if you like previewed and be like, yo, this is my new yeah. song. Like that would actually be like, that'd be a good laugh. Yeah. I might, I might do that for summer. Like once summer comes around low key, I might do that. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm actually kind yeah. of excited to do that. For sure. Um, but I guess looking ahead at things, like, can you tell me a little bit more about, like, the EP, like, when it's coming out, like, you know, the number of songs on it? Because I know we talked about that back in January mm-hmm. when we first talked, but has anything changed since then? Um, It's more focused now. Uh, I, I've got, like, 
I've got, uh, I added a couple, I added a few more songs actually. And it's like almost, now I, I'm almost done like wrapping up the beat process. And now I'm just getting to the, where I just like write and writing shouldn't take me that long, but I'm like, I've been like talking to people and stuff like that and reaching out and, uh, just like, it, it's going to be a big, bigger release than any of the other releases I had. Cause everything else has been by myself. And this is like the first time I'm going to have like a team like behind me and everything that we've made so far and done so far, I'm really excited about. So I'm, that's awesome. It, yeah. I'm super yeah, excited really for exciting. it. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm not going to say it's going to be huge. Like, Oh, I'm going to have a um, billboard and Times Square, but it's going to be, it's uh, from what it's looking like, it's going to be like a pretty big release, at least from in my end. And from the people like in this area that I live in, it's going to be pretty big. So I'm excited about that. Do you have an idea of like how many are going to be on there yet? It's either eight or nine. I just cut one like uh, the other day. So I think I'm just, uh, I'm going to end up giving the beat to someone else. But uh, it's either eight or nine. And everything so far sounds very cohesive. And that's, it's really exciting. Did we talk before Nicotine was released? Because if, if we yeah. were, okay, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, all the songs that have been out so far are going to be on there. I think up until uh, everything from Collect, so it would be Collect, Coma Hair, Nicotine, those are going to be out on the album. And then, uh, but yeah, since Nicotine, I, like, somehow, like, refined my sound. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's going to be interesting because some of the stuff, I don't know, like, Collect's all, it's, like, a good song, but it's, like, I've made a b better versions of it now. So it's, like, it's going to be interesting to hear. It's going to be a, not a drastic difference of songs, but it's just, like, oh, wow, like, the newer stuff sounds more refined, and I'm really excited about that. Awesome, yeah, and it's it's definitely looking more like an LP now, because, like, I guess the new definition yeah. of an album is, like, seven songs and, like, mm -hmm. XYZ minutes, I guess. So, yeah, that's yeah. really, it, it is really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it probably will be now. I'm thinking about it because I'm I'm aiming for 30 minutes, like at least 30 minutes, because that gives me enough time, or that I can perform 30 minutes, like uh, like yeah, that's a live set. music. Yeah, that's a live set right there. Just like playing off of that, and not even having to reach into older songs. Just like that's like a solid 30 minutes that I can do, and so and I I would be able to do shows like easily after that. So hopefully, I'm trying to get some stuff set up. Like when, once quarantine ends, like like a tour maybe, and just like so I can just perform these songs. I'm really excited to perform them. Yeah, and then like I just wanted to ask you about your your goals for the future. Like, what mm -hmm. other things would you like to accomplish? You know, even in the short term, but also in the long term as well. We talked about touring, but what else is there with the EP? With that, you know, like anything else? Other other stuff that's on tap. Mm. I know we're we're working on releasing music videos and stuff. Uh, I really want to make a short film just, uh, cause I, I'm a film major and I did, uh, I made a short film technically for my last project. And so I know like, since I have the, the tools I have now, the equipment I have now, uh, and just the skills, I really would like to make a short film or at least something, at least after I finish the project, uh, just something where it's like, Hey, this is kind of just like a story where it's like, uh, of just like a story, like based off of one of the, these songs, where it's, uh, cause a lot of these songs have like, 
uh, like at least like uh, comb my hair. It reminds me of like a certain time period, and so I just really want to base a song or base a music or base a short film off of one of these songs, but not like uh, just like make a short. It's just like like hey, this is kind of what what's been happening lately. It's a fictional version, but this is just a fic. Uh, this is kind of what's happening in my life. So yeah, I just would love to make a short. So I, I, and I like short films. Yeah, that's really cool, and it kind of reminds me that you brought that up. It's kind of like. What if you took songs off of your album and kind of made it into, like, you know, the defining factor of the movie? Like, you look at Daft Punk's movie, the anime yeah. one, the Interstellar yeah, one, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, they used all the songs mm-hmm. from the, the album, Discovery, and they yeah. made it into, like, a movie. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's a good that's a good movie, too. I remember I watched it for the first time, like, a few years ago, and I was like, yo, this is fire. It's, I slept on that movie. Like, if you took, like, even a few songs from the record and kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe with, like, you know, you'd add sound effects and dialogue and stuff, yeah, but, yeah. like, you know, you, it, I thought that would be a really cool idea, yeah. maybe, you know, just to kind of explore. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm bored on quarantine, so I can, I can start toying with that idea, actually. It'd be really fun. It'd be really fun. Yeah, that would be a really awesome idea, and, you know, like, it would be exciting, because, especially because you said you're a film major, so you're kind of yeah, tapping yeah. into something that you know you've been focusing on in the grander scheme of things that's not mm-hmm. music you know you're showing off other talents that you have yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah 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 that's super awesome man i'm really excited for what you've got coming up and thanks again aaron for coming on oh, really no appreciate you sitting down i hope you're doing well and um you know i hope we can stay in touch yeah yeah of course we will of course we will <laughs> yeah take it easy man all right i'll talk to you later